0: What, what What is giving? That's right. What does giving mean? Uh, because because a
1: question. It, not only is she saying practice is giving, but she's saying our whole life is giving, mm-hmm. um, and it's only when we don't give ourselves to our life and to all the, let us say, forms of life which arise for us that. We get into trouble, or it's only when we do give ourselves that we get, so to speak, what life is. So, let's see what you all have to say about this.
2: Well, usually one we, way, not, well, I'm, I'm not sure about everybody else, but when I think about giving, you know, I immediately comes up first in, you know, not necessarily that I'm advocating that kind of a, response but we voice that i would want something in return i see that coming up that that there's that if i not not that i want something in return but that that impulse to or, or that uh, thought or feeling that i i should get something in return even though i know that that's not what killing is but, uh-huh. but that, uh that you know i could see that that you know tit
1: for tat or or uh reciprocal stuff or or whatever, you know, not not necessarily uh, in a bad sense, but just in the, either positive or whatever. But I just noticed that comes up. That's wonderful, because that's exactly what um, Joko means when he says, she says, though we can't make ourselves into totally giving persons, Mm just by thinking, we can notice when we don't totally give. Even, leave aside even totally give. We can just notice what goes on when we give or when we don't give. She's, and it's that noticing. See, so you don't have to try to give in any special way. She says we hide our self-centered motivations from ourselves, But practice being present, noticing what we believe in, Helps us just to see the self-centeredness. You don't have to do anything more. See and experience. You don't have to try to be different. That that's hopeless anyway. So great. What you described is great practice, Jojo. Wonderful. Well, but sometimes, though, that that
2: you know, I, I don't want to give because I
1: don't a, I'm going to lose something. I noticed that i thought that talking about that,
2: I'll lose them if I give something away. You know and. I'll
1: lose it, and I won't have it, you know. And so I don't know exactly how to, how to convince myself otherwise. Mm. No need. No need to convince. See, she, she says it right after that. The truth is that as at any moment, we are as we are. You are as you are. We need to experience this. You don't need to convince yourself to be other. Just notice the emotion, thought, and it, be the bodily experiencing of it. And out of that, of course, she doesn't say it. Then you don't, you don't have to act it out. You don't have to try to make yourself something different. You don't have to try to make yourself more giving of itself, of the, of itself by noticing and experiencing, if I say it that way, not, not not just once not just saying oh yeah i notice experience but actually doing it allows something to come forth so it don't you know what you're saying is great don't put it down it's exactly what you need to do in fact saying this isn't it is the only thing that keeps you from being it and then Joko says we need to experience this, and I think that this is what uh, Jim's talking about. That's right. Our thoughts and bodily feelings, and then slowly our experience can turn itself over. Yes. We don't have to do it; it just turns itself over. It. The more we're willing to sit, in whether in formal sitting or at other times, the more we. In a sense, give up the self-centeredness, even as the self-centeredness keeps asserting its habits and reactions. The yeah, more that the...
2: assertion of those habits and reactions, that, that, just, that disturbs me somewhat.
1: Ah, it disturbs you?
2: Well, yeah, because I, I don't like the I don't, I don't like that feeling of, of 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 those kind of things happening. I, I you know because I, I like it feel that I'm doing some good, and yet, at the same time, I, uh, those reactions come up, and so there's some some, some kind of conflict going on inside, or right. going on somewhere.
1: But that's judgment. See, that's like saying, I don't like that while I'm sitting zazen, this kind of feeling comes up. That's not, that's extra. That's extra self-centeredness, as if we could control what arises that's the very point if we add on judgment about I had all these terrible thoughts while I was sitting Zazen that itself is further in entangling ourselves. and unfortunately we do it but if we could notice it then we don't have to keep giving it power Or if we could see when it arises that there's some skillful effort, whether it's in labeling, whether it's in breathing, whether whatever it is, some skillful effort so that we don't have to hold on to that judgment or keep beating ourselves with the judgment. Even if the judgment comes up, we have a choice whether we take our hands of judgment and slap ourselves or not. That's our choice then at that moment. It's no problem that it comes up. Zazen isn't something that we need to grade. Grading it is useless and worse than useless. And we don't know how to grade anyway. We really don't know how to grade our practice. If we think our practice is supposed to fit our picture of practice, that's useless. Or worse.
3: You know actually when you say our worse I, I was thinking that we do a lot of harm yes when we're in denial. I think yes. I think we do even more harm by trying to be other than we are. Yes. I mean I, I you know that that expression first do no harm keeps coming up for me right now as we're discussing this. And, you know to, to be I, I just that the amount of energy that that would take to be selfish and then to fight being selfish is I think more energy than I have anymore. Good. So um, you know I mean I just it's like it's, it just doesn't do any good I mean I, I, I don't there's something I feel like I want to get to a point here, but I guess uh, I don't. I don't know exactly what the words
1: would be. Well, what you're saying is exactly what Joko says when 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 she says we we can't make ourselves be a certain way. <coughs> To imagine otherwise is one of the biggest traps of practice. But, and this is very important, but, we can notice our intolerance and unkindness, which is exactly what Shoujo and I were speaking of, and exactly what you're saying now, Joyce. Our laziness and the other games we play. As we notice, and by notice she means in terms of practice notice, which means it's notice experiencing, notice being bodily present. No, but as we notice how we really are or really are acting or doing, things slowly begin to turn. You
3: know, actually, yeah, I, I think I even realize what I want to add to that, I think, Let's see what happens when I try to say it. Uh, so, like, it's very, it can be very, uh, for lack of a better word, painful, you know, when I see uh-huh. that I was, uh, you know, and yes, there's a lot of judgment involved when I, but just bear with me here. When I, when I see that I, oh, I was what I would call being an idiot in a certain circumstance, sort of or, you know, whatever it was that, oh, wow, I don't, I don't, Want to be this greedy, but I see that I really, you know, am or angry or whatever, you know, whatever it is. It's it can be very painful if you've had this different image of yourself, and now you have to see <laughs> what's going on. Uh, but that pain is so useful. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of pain. I'm no masochist. I'm, I, you know, it's just, a, a, and I'm not trying to be a punitive parent, but it's like I just there's just no shortcut.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's very good. And it's the willingness to be that, if you want to call it pain when that's there, that is Zazen. And the willingness to be non-pain when that's there. And to know that there are moments of each that keep arising. There, there isn't a single pain that's ongoing it's a rising, arising pain when it comes, and in the midst of that, in the midst especially in the midst of noticing and experiencing it, is the arising non pain and even the rising uh serenity sometimes, equanimity, um the rising joy or whatever. So yeah. Yeah, it's very valuable and important it, it it's also important not to get trapped by words but keep coming back to our own practice life experiencing and noticing because the words are almost sometimes try to squeeze our life into the words and really it's the other way around if anything the w- words could be a pointer But it's really about opening up to the reality of this life moment as opposed to trying to squeeze it into some labels and definitions and words and explanations and so forth. We are much more than that. It's the experiencing of what is occurring right this moment or what we are. Right this moment, if we say it that way, if I say it that way.
2: The other day, uh, uh, when I, I, you know, on, it was a Tuesday, I drove
1: uh, Carrie Alice to St. Louis. She had to, they postponed it from Friday to Tuesday. Ah, I was going to ask you about it. Very good. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, you know, she was in, you know, getting that procedure done and everything, and everything went fine. Wonderful. And, uh, I was sitting out out in the hall, not the hallway, but the little waiting area, there was a lot of other people around, you know, and and then maybe like halfway across the room, I, I had noticed it but until uh, there was a bag of spilled uh, pencils on the floor on the on the rug, you know. And so I was thinking, gee, I wonder who's going to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, is that my job or is that, you know, should, should I stand if, if, if the administrative person is going to call the uh, uh, janitor or whoever is in charge of doing that kind of stuff. And so while I was entangling with all that, you know, with that, those kind of feelings, the some administrative person who had going around telling people, you know, what's going on for the people that they were waiting for in ethical in, in stuff. And uh, she would. She, she came out with because well, I didn't have any tools to do anything. She came out with a a, a folder, you know, you know, no folder, and swept everything up and put it all away. And I, 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 I did come over and ask her if I could do any help. She said, No, no, I've, I've got this okay. But, but, I, but I still, I noticed that I was kind of, you know, thinking about, you know, should I do that? I mean, nobody else was doing anything. I didn't want, I didn't want to be, didn't want to get out there and, and have anybody notice what I was doing. As well. but, so I, just, I kind of restrain myself from doing anything. I just let it go and see what happens. So I don't know if that was right or not. And I still
1: don't know. If it Good. Then right. just keep noticing where where your thinking and, and so forth goes and where it takes you and how it either nurtures or hinders your the functioning of the present moment universe. That's all. Mm-hmm. But we certainly can get entangled about all our stories, about who, what, when, where, why, how, etc., etc.
3: I I remember there was uh, was some Joko talk on tape, probably about just about anything, but but, but I'm reminded that there's some tape somewhere, that uh, and this goes back to the Heidi era, so there was a, Some talk about,
1: you know, what, um, somebody saying it wasn't, it's not my job.
3: Ah, yes, yes,
1: that's, Um, the whole universe is your job. The truth is, the whole universe is your job. And, you're capable of doing certain things or not doing certain things. But, the whole universe is your job, because the whole universe is your life.
3: (laughs) Whatever she said there, I can't remember the words, but, uh-huh. but it, it just, it, it spoke to this kind of thing that Jim is talking about, yes. and I, I have remembered
1: it ever since. Uh huh. Good. Good. I think I've talked about it a few times. If, if you think something isn't your job, you know you're already in trouble. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
1: Right. <laughs> because you're already giving yourself excuses about why do it or don't do it, but uh, talking about it and making stories about it, isn't it? Do it, fine. Don't do it, fine. (laughs) If you have to convince yourself that it's not your job, um, (laughs) I I wonder who's telling you it might be your job. (laughs) Isn't that what Joko says here? She says, if you want to be happy, give, give, give. <laughs> that's what she says. You don't have to agree with her, but that's what she says. You don't have to... F- what? <laughs> well, you could also look at the first, the end of the first paragraph. She says, a quote, she says, that if no she's talking about the peace pilgrim. she says that if we want to be happy we have to give give and give give and give and give. And, give. and instead, Joko says most of us want to get and get and get. you know, you
0: know she's also very careful to talk about uh, turning this into an ideal.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And you know we want to be. I in particular am sensitive to that. Um, having given sometimes when uh, perhaps uh, not only not only wasn't it maybe it was self-centered or whatever, but maybe it wasn't even the best thing.
3: Uh huh. You know? um,
0: and so um, I, I think uh, you know just just that that's just something that I'm um, aware I, I of. Um, I, I will mention something that happened to us today. Joyce, um, we were... I, I, I was going to take Joyce to work, and um, we, I offered to go over to the... We, did, we were out a coffee, so I offered to go over to the coffee shop down just really down the block, hopscotch, and get her some. And as I was walking over there, I, I just noticed... I don't know, I was just kind of just being, just just walking over there, and I walked in, and to my right, I saw some friends, just waved to them, and then I went to the, um, to the cashier to get the order of the coffee, and an old friend of mine came over to me, I had not seen that she was there, and, you know, uh, gave me a big hug, and, uh, you know, we obviously had missed each other, uh, you know, over the years. And we exchanged contact information. It was very nice. And when I, and then and, and I, I walked out, I saw some other people. You know, it felt great. You know, it just it felt so great um, to to have done that. And I did that because I was doing something for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you know, I, I you know, I I I I didn't go with the expectation that was going to happen. But uh-huh. I didn't notice how nice it was. Yeah. That, that happened. You know.
1: So you got all this bonus for giving. Uh, <laughs>
0: it doesn't always happen that way, but I, that was very
1: nice. Wait, wait. When we say it doesn't always happen that way is is really because we have a picture of of what that way is. It always happens that way, but it's often we miss. Yeah, because it doesn't have to do with people. Sometimes all you get to do is to be walking. When you're walking, you're walking. It's always happening that way. It's just that we start saying, "Well, these were the extra good ones. The others were, well, they weren't as good." Sometimes it's one way, sometimes it's another. But it's always that way. See, so it just because the universe greets us in different ways. Sometimes in the guise of people we haven't seen for a while, and sometimes in the guise of open space and a cool wind, and sometimes even in with frigid. Uh, snow and rain it's always out
0: yeah because I noticed when I was coming home I I, I really kept thinking to myself wow Faye this is heaven I mean that Uh was heaven to be in that that space and all these people who I like and they were there and this was happening I just felt so great Uh but when I'm walking in the snow I don't feel (laughs) like it's heaven (laughs) don't say that this is heaven and yet it is (laughs)
1: <laughs> well all 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 we need to do is notice when we say it's not heaven, just notice that. just notice, and who is okay. the one who makes it not heaven certainly if yeah. we if we tell ourselves it's not heaven, it's very hard for us to notice heaven. Did you have a
3: buddy with you no to say oh no had so. to go in, uh, yeah. So
0: Well, wow. sometimes
3: I find myself not wanting to give in terms of listening to somebody, you know, really <laughs> listening, and I had lunch today with my friend Nori and her daughter Lorreen. and Laureen is moving Nori up to Chicago, and Nori has Alzheimer's, uh, and I I didn't know if she'd even recognize me and she did. And that for me was heaven that moment where we hugged each other. I could tell Nori knew who I was. But then during the lunch it, it was like mother, these repetitive things, you know. Yeah. She'd say something and then two minutes later say it again and I um uh, I noticed I didn't want to listen to it the second and third and fourth time, but I tried. Yeah. Um and I can
2: remember
1: with mother thinking, oh, my, how long is this going to go on, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, it's and not the same, but when we do Zazen, if we're counting breath, breaths <laughs> seem to be the se- They seem to be going on and on. How many times do I have to count <laughs> the breath? I, I did it once. I did it twice. I got to <laughs> ten. Well, is it a time to get to something else? I got to think of something else more interesting than this breath. part of that is because we believe our story oh, I've already heard this oh, uh, she's already said that once now, that doesn't mean that it's not hard but if you're sitting with someone who's going to keep repeating it that's part of what you get with that person at that moment um and we we get to be bored, or up a little uptight, or a little saying, "Oh come on, end this, enough," or sad, or whatever. And that's ours to. How do we give ourselves to that as well? It's hard to be with people who are, um as you you are putting it, somewhat demented. uh use that word without any. Pejorative, but if you have little children, and you ever are with little children, they'll tell you the same story over and over, or they'll have you read the, the book and then read it again and then read it again and then read it again.
3: And riddles. <laughs> I won't <forget> <laughs> oh, my.
1: So, I don't say you need to torment yourself by putting yourself through that, but at the same time, what's the skillful way to be with them when, you, when you're when you with them? What's the skillful response to that?
3: Is it, I, I, I would think that sometimes when I've been in situations like that, for me at least, the skillful response is to take frequent breaks.
1: Yes. Good. Do it. I, I don't I don't have a formula, and there is no formula to life. So it grows out of being present, and maybe you might think, well, maybe there's something I could redirect. Maybe you could say, oh, this is such wonderful soup we're eating. Have you ever had such wonderful soup? Ah, mmm, yummy, yum, or whatever. I don't, there is no formula, and it's very difficult to be with people in that state. In part, because we have a picture of them as adults, as a, rather than have pictures of them as a two-year-old, or who's just learning to speak, and who keeps telling you us the same story, or wants you to read the same book over and over and over again, again, again. Again, you know, kids will say that to you. When kids say it, you, 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 we, we tolerate it more somehow. But when elderly people who are suffering from cognitive uh, impairments, if we think of it in those terms, it's much more difficult for us. So what is Giving. Or what is not giving? Or what is not wanting to give? And how do we practice with that? So those are all great. Any, anyone want to bring up anything else on about this chapter?
2: Uh, that uh, Peace Pilgrim person?
1: Yeah. I, I, because
2: she mentioned it, it sounded like a book I wanted to look into. So I went on Amazon to find it. It wasn't at the library. I, I don't know, but for whatever reason. But anyway, I thought I'd make that one. So I ordered it, you know. And, uh-huh. and, uh, but before I ordered it, I went to that book inside part that's in the yeah. order corner there. And, and I was reading about it and about her. And I thought, wow, that's an amazing person. I could never do something like that. I don't think I'd want to, but but I don't know how she could do something like that. Just go off and put no sleeping bag or extra clothes or yeah. money. You know, I, I don't, I don't know how anybody could do that. But she was in some other
1: universe or something. I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I was quite impressed. And, um, I, I, I think there might be a copy of that book in the Zen Center's library. Um, I, I have a copy of the book, but I'm not sure if it's in Illinois or here in California. It might be in, in Well, if you've already ordered it, you've ordered it. It
2: was uh, only a dollar
1: four cents. Right.
0: The
2: shipping it,
0: was five dollars. Yeah, we we have a copy of it. I mean, I, I read it years ago. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it was very popular with Joko at that time. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, and um, I think the, the reason it's so but,
3: inexpensive is because she didn't she wouldn't take a copyright on it, so it's oh. a
0: free. It's meant to be freely distributed. Hmm. I didn't know yes. That too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, first of all, where is the Zen Center Library? Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, it's up on the um, set third floor. That it's in. Oh, that's. I didn't even.
0: I didn't know that yeah, was the Zen Center that, Library. Yeah. I mean
2: that one bookcase over there, by behind it the, or next to the TV. Oh, I thought those were. My book's on the other cabinet, the one that's got a closed you know, glass. There,
1: so then, there's also some other books in the off, in the office space, but those are all in Chinese. So yeah, uh, right. I, can
0: see yeah, yeah I can see those. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then, you know, interesting, I remember one thing about Peaceful Room was that um, at some point she, I think she might have taken a ride from somebody right. who... Um, He wanted to be like a. There were several people he took took rides from, obviously, but there was one where he was talking to her about how he could not be. I'm trying this too, and why aren't people responding to me the way they're responding to you? And I remember she said, Well, because you're not a peace pilgrim. I mean, you're not, you know. I mean, there was was something about the way she lived, like really fully. And I remember she said it took a while for for her lifestyle to actually.
3: Match her ideals, what, what, how she wanted to live. No, yeah, it was a process. That was over years. Yeah, of transition, yeah. It? yeah, yeah. Um, but, years or
0: something.
3: Like
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, I sometimes wonder what we have to at the time. I mean, I don't know with one. Well, I suppose you people do do hikes. They do hikes, you know, like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know.
1: You you could probably read more. I know she's dead now, but you could probably read more about what happened to her if you look on the internet. If you either look at Wiki or elsewhere, you should be able to find a further biography of her, especially after the book is published. So, if you're interested, okay. Yeah.
3: The thing is, the thing I just want to clarify: the thing that they're talking about, the joke was talking about here. When she walked over these decades, there was in the book, there's something about how she got to the point of the, the starting of the three decades. So there was a, that's what I'm talking about. There was a transition
1: over a yes. period
3: of time, as I recall from when I did read the book, which was a long time ago. But that, to, you know, so that, that, getting even to that beginning of walking was uh, yeah. an, an interesting transition.
0: Yes. And she was, up in years, when
3: she started. Yeah, right, she, right, right,
1: right. So there have been a whole yeah. of time before that. Yeah. Okay, we will end the class, end this book. Next week, I won't be here, and um, neither the following week, but we will resume, because of, because of my sur- eye surgery, and I'm not sure what condition my eye will be, whether I'll even be able to read... But we will resume the 12th of April with the first chapter of the book, The um, Empty Valley. And it's going to be, we'll talk about how we'll do it, but I think just read it and come prepared to go over it from just the introduction in the first case, and we will I'm not sure how we'll do it, but I have thoughts, and uh, see what you make of it, line by line. Um, so, will we,
2: will we start with the introduction, or just go right into
1: The, the introduction is only one page, uh, two pages, as far as I remember. So we will start with the introduction, but we'll probably start the first case as well. And,
0: and this is, you know, I'm telling you, I, I looked for the... Last week's talk, and it
1: wasn't online, so... Last week's talk didn't... No, it didn't get recorded. Oh, that's okay, but I know you discussed this last
0: week, but so you decided on the Empty Valley book? Yeah.